one even answered me. It was <gasps> so ridiculous. They gave you the silent treatment. The silent treatment. There were seven. Another embarrassing thing in school. When I was, I'm on a roll I now, then. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Welcome to Cocktail Clairvoyant, the podcast where we take a deep dive into our guest personality and preferences, all in the name of discovering their ultimate cocktail that perfectly captures their essence. I'm your host, Dan Magro, and today we have an incredible person. I'm so excited. She's a chef, designer, a fellow author. You may have seen her hosting Living by Design on Clio TV or on her own Food Network show. You may have her best-selling cookbook, The Family Table, Recipes and Moments from a Nomadic Life, or you may even remember her from being a little sitcom star with her siblings back in the day and everywhere in between. It is Jazz Smollett, everyone. Yay! Welcome Hi. to the pod, Jazz. Hi, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about this. I know. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> um, so I feel like we should tell the listeners a little bit how we know each other. Like okay. We met working on another show. We did. Which we, were we won't name. We on a production. <laughs> it was like a comedy like stand-up comedy competition show it was um wild. Yeah. we went to we got to go to las vegas that was the first time i was ever in vegas we did for we that did. Show. i had a birthday our friend bought me two cocktails we danced the night away it was so that fun. was like at, at the rap party <laughs> <laughs> too much the hustle the hustle but i think it's actually really interesting because we've both almost kind of taken a, a turn into the food and lifestyle spaces with our skills like because you know because we met as producers essentially yeah. and working on someone else's idea and now you know you're applying your own creativity and passion so much what you do Ed, and I feel like I sort of do the same with drinks yeah. and we have a passion for this stuff absolutely lifestyle is everything right like exactly. it's all we do it's all that life is about it's about creating joy and celebrating and finding different ways to share our cultures and our experiences mm-hmm. and to take in other people's experiences 100 space and I don't I don't know if you feel this way but when I meet people that just don't care like you would just like lifestyle is everything I was like it is but like there are people out there that just don't care. They're like, oh, like bare walls. Like any part of it bare though. Walls. Like no. don't you find like some people might have bare walls, but they love food or they That's don't care true. about food. They'll eat bland food and have bare walls, but they care about what bag they're wearing or Fashion. what shirt they're wearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, because it encompasses so many different aspects that it's like, man, if you literally have no interest in any of it, I mean, you know, sometimes we may not have access to express the interest that we do have or know how to express that interest on maybe a a smaller scale or a more economical scale. But it does. I think it doesn't mean we don't have the passion for it. I don't know. That's true. No, you check me. You check me. It's true. Oh, I'm I sorry. No, yeah, no. I didn't mean to check no, you. No, no. Cheers. I mean, cheers. No, you literally like <laughs> did. I, I think you brought up a good point. Like I, I see it. It's not just one tone or two tone. It's like there are so many other ways to express yourself. But I guess what I was probably trying to say and didn't use my words properly was that if you are passionate about something and you meet someone who just doesn't, for example, food, when they're just like, yeah. oh, I just have chicken breast and broccoli every day. For no. I'm like. No. Go. <laughs> You're I just, not invited. I don't get it. I'm just like, okay, that's like so good for you. But like, if that works for you, but like, it couldn't be me. No, me neither. And the thing is, is that it's not even about health or not, because you can eat healthy and eat good. Mm-hmm. Like 100%. just savor flavors and mm-hmm. like, really like I, 
love vegetables. Me too. But I also know how to cook them. Yep. You got to use some olive oil. You got to use some seasoning. You yep. got to put some heavy stuff salt. in it. Yeah. I go heavy on the salt when I roast my oh, root vegetables. You? you gotta. Okay. It's like you got to... So I'm known for my roasted root vegetables. Like okay. people come over and they're like, what's for dinner? I'm like, oh, I made like roasted vegetables. Like, okay, and? And I'm like, it's the roasted vegetables. It's literally like carrots, broccoli, beets, yeah. cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. I think I said that already. Onions, garlic. Love and it's just that. all roasted at different. So you're more like winter veggies. Well, that's just one of my like favorite. I actually, I think my flavor palette skews more summer bright, SoCal, oh, okay. acidic, fun. Um, I'm definitely like more savory. What's your fruit? I'm My turning favorite, this interview know, around know, right now, like... Dan. Turning it around. <laughs> it's on you. You're the host now. Um, I love a blackberry. Yeah. It is just so tart. So you like berries more. I like blackberries. Strawberries are fine. It's it's blackberries and stone fruit, like peaches. I love stone fruit. That's what I was going to say. <sighs> peaches, peach. cherries, nectarines, mm-hmm. plums. So good. Summer is my favorite. All right, Jazz. Well, we're going to move into our first part, which is uh, you're going to have a Negroni. Yes, that's right. Everyone's favorite equal parts cocktail. The Negroni is a one-to-one-to-one ratio of gin, Campari, and sweet vermouth. So I want to know from you, how would you describe yourself in three words? Give me your one-to-one-to-one specs. I want to say like dreamy or imaginative, like my head is in the clouds a lot. Joyful, like or like bubbly, like joyful or bubbly. So imaginative. And intellectual. Imaginative, intellectual and joy yes joy yeah imagine intellectual joy i love that so do you think that that's how people see you i think other people see me as spiritual um diplomatic and joyous yeah okay so joyous carries over but you think spiritual and diplomatic are more what you put out versus what you feel like if you feel like you're imaginative and you're intellectual but you feel like people but i'm definitely spiritual too yeah but I'm definitely imaginative. Like, people see me as, like, head in the clouds. A little woozy. Mm, okay. That's fun, though. That can yeah. be fun. Do, I mean, do you Which feel... goes with joyous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel like I'm not. I think, Dan, I am what I am. <laughs> I honestly think people see me as, as how I really am. I think there's depths of me that only a few people know, like, really get. Of course. But, like, I'm a deeply feeling person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really sensitive to energy and spaces and all those things. But I'm also very like idealistic, I think. Okay. And you're an Aries, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like I'm you very rela- fiery. You relate to the Aries I think so. Descriptions? Okay. Yeah. As a reminder to my tipsy listeners, I'm gathering this seemingly ordinary information from jazz to pair with my expert intuition and cocktail expertise to ultimately reveal her true inner drink of choice. Now jazz. Do you know what I want to know? What? I want to know the best sips you ever had. What is your favorite drink of all time and why? It can be as simple as like something, you know, like your mom's homemade lemonade or something fancy you had on vacation somewhere. Like what would you say in the history of your life is the best sips you ever had? It was lime, mint, and I don't even know what it was because it was like a super green kind of version of a mojito. But it wasn't a mojito. It was at some vegan Mexican restaurant in LA. Yeah. It was just lime, I want to say cucumber and yeah. mint, and because I like cucumber water. Oh yeah, and carrot. Well, by the way, carrot juice changes my life. Every time I drink it, I feel alive. Really? Yeah. Carrots? Carrot juice. That's fascinating. I don't know, but it just okay, it makes bunny. me feel like I fed my my being. I okay. fed my soul. Carrot juice um, is, is good, sweet. Yeah, it was like cucumber, mint, lime, and sugar. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was just really good. I love that this drink was so good. You don't even know its name. It, it was so good. It blew, it blew your brain. Yeah, I don't know what its name. I love that. Oh, and blueberry lemonade. I'm sorry. I'm That's getting okay. too many different drinks. I'm going to go with the green cucumber drink is the best, but everything okay. else is like a runner up. But I know you like red wine and savory things and garlic and all that kind I of stuff. I love savory and fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you would be more savory over sweet. Yes. In general, Same. I like to cook desserts. Like yeah. on Living by Design, I do the dessert because mm-hmm. I love people's reactions from yeah. desserts. Yeah. Everyone loves sweets. Yeah. They love desserts. But I actually prefer savory. I oh, prefer food. Like if I was going to eat so-called like, okay, this is junk food, right. I'm going to choose a chili cheese dog oh, or yeah. pizza over like a cake pie Same. or, like or a cupcake, anything like that. I don't care about that. Like. If I'm at a restaurant and I still want something else, I would prefer to order something else off the main menu True. than to then order the dessert. dessert. Yeah. Mm, I feel you on that. Yeah. That or like another drink. That's like what I, yeah. like another glass of wine. Totally. Like that'll be my dessert. All right. Now it's time to consult the cosmos. And by that, I mean Cosmopolitan, as in the magazine, for some cocktail constellations. This Cosmo article tells you what you should drink according to your zodiac sign. So I want to see Ooh. if you think, how, if your taste buds align with the stars. And again, okay. You know, it's Cosmos. So according to this Cosmopolitan article, you as an Aries are supposed to like vodka, which is not a cocktail, but that's fine. It's the spirit. And a spicy margarita. I guess for like an Aries, I can see the spicy margarita because it's fiery. But vodka is like... What's in a Cosmopolitan? A Cosmopolitan is cranberry, lime, Cointreau, which is an orange liqueur and vodka. Well, I did like Cosmopolitan I mean, when we I all used to did. drink. I prefer wine. I I really always say I don't drink mixed drinks anymore. Yeah. But ever since my birthday that year, which was so long ago, yeah. that we were in Vegas, mm-hmm. and I drank two Cosmos, and the next day I was still tipsy. Yeah. Like I couldn't taste my breakfast. I still had to work, and I felt like I was still tipsy. Yeah. So I. Swore off mixed drinks for a while, but the flavor I like. So maybe I do like vodka. They might be right about that. It's spicy margarita. I'm kind of a fruit margarita. Like, you know what would be really good? I would like a mango margarita that had like some jalapeno in it. Yeah. Like a spicy mango margarita. That would be delicious. But Dan, I've never had it. I Well, I guess we'll have to whip one up. I'm wondering, what is your spice threshold? I like spice, but I can take a good amount of spice. But I want to be able to taste the food, too. Mm -hmm. I get frustrated if it's so spicy that I can't even taste it. And I'm not that person who puts hot sauce on everything. Mm. My brother Jake will put hot sauce on spaghetti, like everything. Yeah. I'm not that person because I feel like it makes it all taste the same. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah. An interesting perspective. I, I am. My mom's family's from New Orleans. And like, I did grow up with spice. Yeah. And being in LA, Mexican food, like mm-hmm. spicy. Like I do, I like spicy food, but it's like medium, I would say. It is funny though, because I would never describe you as fiery. I would say you get passionate. I'm, yeah, I'm really I think you're passionate. passionate. Like, that's, I think, how your fieriness is interpreted. Yeah, <laughs> there are people who will say it's fiery, you know, we clash, but I don't know that many people. Yeah, I mean, we all got a list. We all yeah. got probably one or two. That goes <laughs> <out>. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's time for my favorite part of the show. Okay. This is called Blackout Bloopers. Okay. So I want you to be honest with me. Okay. And tell me what the most embarrassing thing is that you've ever done that still makes you cringe. Okay, I'm going to go all the way back to when I was seven. It wasn't that 
It's probably not the most embarrassing thing in my life because I was seven, but it's what I'm remembering right now. That stuff feels way more embarrassing when you're younger. Like the Absolutely. The, the, the like magnitude level, right. you could literally do. Remember, you, I would literally like stare in the mirror about like what tie I was going to wear to school to like because I right. cared so much about what people thought. Like now I don't even like, am I wearing the same socks? I couldn't tell right. you. <laughs> I know. I was such a little nerd because Aww. I had not gone to school to public school until I was seven. Okay. I was homeschooled. And so I go to public school and I was so shy. I had no friends. And to <laughs> make matters worse, I was so awkward. And <laughs> this is an embarrassing story. This, this is LA or New York? New York. Where are we, New York? In New York. And in Queens. So I was just not one of the cool kids. <laughs> and which who is at seven? <laughs> However, I remember they're sharing their lunches mm -hmm. and people are passing out, you know, they're like, oh, I have some Doritos. <laughs> Do you want some? Oh, I have some candy, Starburst or now and later, whatever we used to eat back then. So I remember I had like, it was after Thanksgiving. So my mom, we always would cut the turkey up, slice the turkey up yeah. and make turkey sandwiches. Oh, and nice. so that's what I had for lunch was a turkey sandwich. And so everyone's passing around candy and Doritos or whatever. And I was like, does anyone want a piece of turkey? Like I pulled a piece of shred of turkey off of my sandwich. It was like, does anyone want a piece of turkey? And no one even answered me. It was so ridiculous. <gasps> they gave you the silent treatment. The silent treatment. And they were seven. Another embarrassing thing in school. When I was, I'm on a roll now, I love Dan. This. Keep them coming. When I was in, I was in like 10th grade, another time that I went to public school. By public, I don't mean I was in private school before. I mean, I was homeschooled. Yeah, for sure. So another time that I went to actual school and I was in like 10th grade and this was like, gosh, like mean girl school, which will na remain nameless mm -hmm. in a place in LA, but not LA, LA. I mean, outside North the valley yeah we got, just <laughs> we are incriminating and ourselves. not never send my child there <sighs> so i was in this school and these girls were sitting around somehow i had made my way into this group <laughs> you found a click we're, i found a little past, bit of a click past the piece of turkey era right you found, you found your people <laughs> just by being a little quiet you uh -huh. know i just didn't mm -hmm. say to you know i somehow stopped eating lunch in the library and i made my way into this group <laughs> I love it. It keeps sounding pathetic, I know. No. No, it's really not pathetic. I don't judge that because, like, people are, yeah, like, they're kids. Yeah, I know there's some girl right now who goes to the library during lunch in high school mm -hmm. and then until she finds her click. Found my way into this group and they were, like, joking about someone's backpack, like, started vibrating or oh, something. Oh, okay. And they were joking about it. I had absolutely no idea what was funny, I had no idea, and I couldn't even play along. Yeah. I had no idea why they were making fun of, like, oh, she has a, like, vibrate. Like, I had no idea what that was about. Knew nothing about this. Yeah. Also, we're, like, of a more mature age, so, like, were cell phones even a thing? Were they around? I don't even no, know if they would have been. it was like, they were just starting, and they were like a, they were like a, um, like the Nokia ones. Like yeah, it was bricks. like a big mm -hmm. remote. Yeah, looked like. A, and I don't even know if they had vibrate mode. It was just like. Da -da 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 no, so we knew. Yeah. So it definitely wasn't, it wasn't a, cell a cell phone. So it was like clearly they were joking about it being like a toy, like yeah. a vibrator or yeah. something. I didn't know at the time, and I was embarrassed 
later that I didn't know. Did you like ask someone? Like, did you have a friend that you could be like, what? what's the joke about the vibrator? And then she was like, it's a vibrator girl. No, because I was like 15 and I was embarrassed to ask because it was clearly something a little taboo. Okay, so you And I kind of understood that it was probably of a sexual nature or something, but I right, didn't right. know what in the world they were talking about. So I just like was silently embarrassed. I don't think you should have been embarrassed about that because like you were on your own time to figure out what that meant. I think um, right. I like both those stories. I'm definitely leaving them both. And I think my favorite though is, do you want a piece of turkey? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll add two ounces of drama and shake, shake, shake it up more with jazz. I don't know if you've ever been in a position like this or encountered this problem, but sometimes you just don't know what drink to make. Well, do I have the solution for you. If you're not sure what to whip up for the next baby shower, or honestly, maybe you're just unsure what to serve at the next dinner party. Well, don't worry. Have I got the solution for you. All you need is my book, Suck It Up, Extraordinary Cocktails for Everyday People. Full of delicious and extraordinary cocktail recipes, along with some tasty tips and tricks to make sure you enjoy every single sip. Suck It Up, Extraordinary Cocktails for Everyday People is available wherever great books are sold. And we are back. Okay, Jazz, I feel like you kind of already touched on this, but I want to see if there's more to it. What is your biggest guilty pleasure when it comes to food or drink? This doesn't sound like a guilty pleasure, I guess, but I love a good kale. No, I'm just joking. I'm totally joking. (laughs) I mean, I like kale too, but I was like, I love it. That's not a guilty. It kind of, well, it kind of is because I feel like no one would answer that way. (laughs) Maybe that's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done. It is the fact that I just said that. No, it's. um, I used to have to eat grape nuts in my honey nut Cheerios because it had to be half and half. Yeah, (laughs) grape nuts. There's nothing worse to a child, like a a young child that wants Lucky Charms than grape nuts. But I will say something switches in your taste buds when you get older. When you get older, I love a grape nut. Yeah, it's crunchy. Crunchy. Add some raisins to it. You can add fruit. Mm -hmm. Also, that box is really expensive and really tiny these days. Every so often, I get I get a hankering for like a. I haven't had grape nuts in a long time. Once a year. Wait, do you did you eat Wheatina? Is that like the Shredded wheat? It was like, no, it was a hot cereal. We would put butter and sugar in oh, it. Oh, is it kind of like cream, cream of it's wheat? It's almost like cream of wheat, but we weren't able to have cream of, cream of wheat. So we had wheatina. I just Googled it. I've never had this before. The box looks unhinged. It's like orange. <laughs> it's orange, yeah. We used to eat it with um, wheat toast. Wait, so you had like like a carby a bread on cereal. a carby. Oh, it's creamy. It's a creamy wheat it almost looks like wheat cereal. It almost looks like quinoa. Sticks to the bowl if you let it, if you don't put your bowl away right away. <laughs> like grape nuts. Like yeah, exactly. Although they never got soggy. They they stay grape hard. nuts. They, never. I mean, ever. Maybe like if you are the world's slowest eater, they will yeah. lose some of their texture. But damn, I don't know what. I don't know how our body digests them. Um, well, like, what do you think is something that like you eat that you're like low key embarrassed to tell people about that you like or whatever? Oh, Dan. I'm not embarrassed to tell people that I like anything. Chili cheese dogs are really good, but I haven't had one in a long time. But I'm not embarrassed of that. It's a necessity. It's Yeah, it's like all these things. It's an expression. So there's nothing that I'm like, oh, I'm embarrassed to say I eat that. 
Sometimes I like a really good, like, with a hard shell, kind of American yeah, taco. You know, like ground beef, lettuce, tomato, yeah, like and cheddar shell, cheese. Exactly. Shell. I know it's. And it's like, tech. it has to be shredded lettuce. Shredded Gross, iceberg shredded lettuce, lettuce, that, lettuce. That it has. Iceberg lettuce has no value, no nutritional no. value. No. But. But they, I don't know what they do to it. They shred it like floss. You could yeah, weave a sweater with that it's fucking good. thing. It's good. I won't eat that at, at a place, though. No. I will only no, no, no. eat that if I made it. If I made it here, yeah. Yeah. And then started putting sour cream at the bottom or something like that. But I like to use plain yogurt in place of sour cream. I love Greek yogurt in place of yeah, sour cream. Yeah, me too. That sound means we're at the time when we are about to get slammed with a rush. It is time for some rapid fire questions. I'm going to spout off some questions and you have to answer them as quickly and truthfully as possible before time runs out. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm ready. Here we go. What do you typically drink when you go out to bars or events? Wine. Red wine? Red wine. Do you prefer sweet things or savory? Savory. List your top three favorite foods. Tacos, eggplant vegetable lasagna, um, smothered chicken. Smothered chicken? Mm -hmm. What's smothered chicken? Is that like a real thing? Are you really asking that? Yeah. Wait, is that just like chicken? a reference? You something? never spent time in the South ever. I do spend time in the oh, South. Like I'm Oyster actually really, boys. I'm really, I'm, I've never had smothered chicken before. I just Googled it. It looks delicious. Smothered chicken over rice. Oh, that sound. This sounds you need the gravy. incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Note to self, I need to try some other chicken. What is your favorite color? Peach. I love that. What is your favorite smell when selecting an air freshener for your home or car? Rose, but I hate air fresheners for my car. So only or my home. home. I only like candles. <laughs> so you wait, wait. So you would get a rose candle, or you're saying if you had to pick an air freshener, which we know you won't do, but if you had to, you would pick. Rose. I would pick rose. Okay, that's good. Very floral, very mm-hmm. fragrant. Favorite party or design theme? Oh, this one always throws people. My favorite party theme would be like a New Orleans. Kind okay. So kind of like um, almost like Mardi Gras vibes, like second yeah, like second line. seafood, like uh, crab, a crab seafood oil, oil, yeah, crawfish oil. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, favorite celebrity. I tend to like historical figures and newscasters. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Toss one at me. Um, Michelle Obama. Awesome. What is one of your top favorite movies? Claudine. Okay. What is one of your top favorite songs? Rise up. Yes. Uh, Love that. It's so dramatic. Ding, ding, ding. We did it. We survived the rush. How do you feel? You winded. Yes. I feel good. I I feel like I answered truthfully, Dan. I love it. And I feel like I'm going to get an amazing signature cocktail. (laughs) Well, funny you should mention it because that brings us to the end of another exciting episode of Cocktail Clairvoyant. Thank you, Jazz, for joining us on this scintillating journey. But before we cash out and close up, I need to consult the spirits to reveal the moment. We've all been waiting for the true deep down cocktail that perfectly captures your essence. Are you ready? I'm excited. Based on our insightful conversation, your unique quirks, your vibrant personality, and a majestic energy exchange with the highest proof spirits known to the earthly world, (laughs) the signature cocktail that I believe truly represents you is called, do you want a piece of turkey? This is 
This cocktail is actually a red wine sangria <gasps> made in the traditional method, but in addition to citrus fruits and peaches, we are adding some mangoes and cherries. Love. This is your true inner cocktail because sangria is all about bringing everyone together and throwing it together. So just like the wine works with the cherries and they work with the mangoes, etc., you work with your brother and then your sister and then your older brother, etc., to make creative things. Red wine has also been associated with transformation, emblematic of how you've bloomed into new areas of your career and passions, as well as sophistication and aesthetics, all things you use in designing and recipes. Mangoes and cherries and peaches match your personal taste preferences, but also bring a tropical and happy, maybe joyous vibe as well. And also the best part about sangria is the fact that it's a drink and a meal. And I know you love to throw down a meal. I love that. So Jazz, my question for you, last question, be honest with me. Would you drink this? I absolutely would drink that. <laughs> Wait, is it sweet? Not too sweet. It's got that red okay. wine depth. I the love... sweetness comes from the fruit. The sweetness so you're comes doing from the like fruit. a dry red wine. Yeah. We're going to do like love a Rioja, this. like a Spanish Rioja. Oh my gosh, we're not this is so fancy. Syrup. We don't need syrup. I don't like, I don't, no. there's no syrup in your sangria. Dan, there's this, all this works. Fruit. I love to be barefoot in a flowing dress cooking in the kitchen oh, and I will be drinking my sangria. You would just be drinking and you want a piece of turkey. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I did lie because I guess I do have one more thing to ask you. The last thing that I want to do before we let Jazz go is to make sure that she leaves us a tip. And I'm not talking about the 20% that you should be leaving. I am looking for a tiny tidbit of information, no more than one or two sentences of inspiration, advice, or whatever you want to leave our listeners with. Live authentically and live fully. That's beautiful. Um, also, Jazz, where, where do you want to be found? Where can people get more of you? Um, on my IG, on Instagram, at Ed. That's the best place to connect with all the things I'm doing. Also, you can watch me on Living by Design, where I do a design and a dessert, and my brother Jake does a build and a meal. It's such a good show, y'all. You need to check it out. <laughs> I also love that you've combined food and home trip home transformation shows and design shows because it's I love so fun. I love both of those things separately and never thought that they could go together. The fact that you throw a reveal meal is like I've like literally worked on home renovation shows like as a producer and it is so grueling. If we had a fucking meal to enjoy at the end, it yes. would make the reveal feel so much more authentic. It's, it's so personal. I love it. It's so nice. I love doing that. Because you can speak through the space, but you also speak through food. Speak through the food. I love that. Exactly. And there you have it, folks. We've created a signature cocktail for Jazz Smollett, complete with all her quirks and guilty pleasures. Thank you for joining us on Cocktail Clairvoyant today. If you have a second, please subscribe, follow, comment, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And if you want to follow me, I'm at Dan Magro for more fun cocktail nonsense, recipes, advice, and more. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep shaking, stirring, and enjoying life one sip at a time. We did it. We Cheers. did it. Cheers. This has been a DJM Multimedia audio production. Cocktail Clairvoyant is hosted by me, Dan Magro. Our theme song was created by Jeff F. of Mr. Boo Daddy. Cocktail Clairvoyant is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. We do not endorse the consumption of alcoholic beverages if you are not of the legal age required by the law where you live to do so, nor do we ever encourage excessive or abusive consumption of alcohol. Please always remember to enjoy your drinks responsibly.